Hello and welcome to the Hill Country Business Podcast, where we connect business owners to create a stronger community. Each week, we share stories about real people doing real things in the Texas Hill Country. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 16, and today we have the pleasure of speaking with Kathy Rapp, who is the owner of Home by Red Door. She is here to help you find solutions that make sense for you and your loved ones. She brings beauty and sanity to your home with custom decor, organizing, and transition services. Kathy, we're really happy to have you with us today to talk about your business, Home by Red Door. So why don't we go ahead and dive right in and you can share about the different services you provide. Yeah, sure. The business, Home by Red Door, actually is a couple of different service offerings. I do interior decorating or styling. I do home organizing. And then I also offer workshops for people that want to learn about decor or about organizing or about both. I think that's a hot topic for a lot of people. And there's a lot of things that we can all learn. But specifically, how did those workshops get started? This spring, the DSISD Community Services asked me to put on workshops. They they do adult classes in the spring and in the fall. And so I did an organizing workshop for them. Because of that, I've had other people reach out and express interest in doing more like private party kinds of workshops. And so instead of doing a wine tasting or a jewelry show, right, you bring your friends together and you get some tips on organizing or tips on home decor and you can still drink wine. I really like the name that you gave your business, but is there a special meaning behind the red door? Red Door was my childhood home, and you wouldn't think of a home in the 70s having a red door, but we did. It's literally the red door, but it's also more what happened behind those doors, right? It's the feeling of family, of comfort, of security, you know, happiness, joy, right? Everything that I experienced that I want to bring into someone else's home, that's the psychological side of the name. And then as I was designing my logo, I just, I wanted something simple and something that stood out and my favorite color is red. So there you go. It all worked. Home by Red Door. I love it. What is the biggest reason for being disorganized? I truly... (laughs) It's a trick question, I guess, tricking myself. Yeah. Yeah. I truly believe that you're either born with organizing DNA or you're not. And while it's a skill you can learn, it's almost like you have to have that innate desire to maintain it and to have, you know, everything in your house be orderly. And, you know, for some people, they just, they don't care that much. And, you know, you can find whatever you need in the garage. It doesn't have to be labeled or in a certain kind of bin. Part of it is the aesthetics, right? And, and part of it is functionality as well for most people. And while some people can understand, hey, I should have it this way in order to function, they don't get the aesthetic piece. What about selective organization? Such as? You mean a man's version of organizing? I didn't say that, but having all my tools organized properly and my cars organized properly, 
but not my clothing? Yeah, absolutely. It's, that's what's important to you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that is very often the case. You know, someone can be very organized in their home office because it's their work environment, but their kid's playroom is a disaster. Right. Not all hope is lost. I think that would be pretty normal. I think it would be too hard for most people to be organized in every part of their life. Right. Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah. That would be OCD. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So what got you into owning your own business with organizing and decor? It was actually a childhood vision that because of my past careers, I was able to bring to life. My past careers were in corporate human resources, and then I owned an HR services business that I had the opportunity to sell. And so once that business sold, I knew I wanted to do something more creative, use a different part of my brain, but still work with clients. And back to the childhood piece, one of my earliest memories was actually going over to a friend's house who shared a room with a younger sister. And it was just always a disaster, always in disarray. And so before we could lay out our Barbies on the green shag carpet, (laughs) I got to reorganize it and redo it and reinvent it. And that feeling when my friend came back in the room, and I do feel like, you know, I was doing reveals probably before Joanna Gaines was even born. Oh my gosh. But seeing, you know, my friend's face, the joy, the excitement, the relief, it was just a feeling that really stuck with me my entire life. And then fast forward to, I was probably a junior in high school and I wrote an essay about my future self. And in that essay, my career was an interior designer. So there was always something that was leading me to Home by Red Door. But I think professionally, I, I needed to, to do these other careers in order to be really good now at, at this third career. Because once you work for somebody else and see how a business is run, it's much easier to start your own business because you have that business right. foundation. Well, and the HR professional services business was my own business as well. And so I know how to run a business, right? That's, and that's the hard part for most entrepreneurs is understanding all of the elements of running a business. And so I felt really confident about that. What was the turning point between working in HR and starting your own business in HR? I was fortunate enough to receive a call from the woman that became my business partner. And she had originally started the business and was looking to expand. And she knew oh. Texas was a place she wanted to be. She was in, in Denver. Through networking, she asked around and was told, oh, you need to call Kathy Rapp. And so I'm, I'm SVP of HR in a, in a corporate environment, and I get this call, and she says, so-and-so gave me your name, and I'd love to talk to you about coming into business with me. I literally laughed and asked her, well, that person must have been smoking something because, <laughs> you know, it was a business development role first and foremost. And I'd never sold anything but Girl Scout cookies and just really sucked at that. So I was like... So you thought. Yeah. <laughs> and, and fast forward a lot of conversations and 
there were some other personal things that probably led up to the decision to to leave corporate HR, but it was the absolute best thing I've ever done. I, I literally wrote a check to invest in the business. I took a massive pay cut, but I was never happier. Because it was yours. It was right? mine. And my business partner and I had very similar beliefs around culture and what we wanted to create because you know, you spend so much time at work and, and back then with colleagues and the majority of the time you spent during the day was with those individuals. And so we wanted it to be an environment that we were happy in. And so that really drove the business and the rest was growing it, getting it profitable and making other people's lives profitable. And was that just here in Texas or where was your territory? So originally, yes, I was responsible for Texas, but then my business partner, who is a serial entrepreneur, stepped out of the business to go do something completely different. So I became CEO of the business and ran the the national footprint. And we expanded. We had offices in San Francisco and LA and Atlanta and Philadelphia. And what made you decide to sell the HR business? The original business plan was to sell the business. And so the entire time I was working to to grow the business, to scale it, to diversify it from an industry perspective and a footprint perspective so that we would be marketable. And once my business partner left the business, it was running just fine and, and we were certainly making money. And it got to a point where I knew how long it was probably going to take to sell it. And so I said, hey, you know, we need to, we need to get the ball rolling. How did you know how to do all that? Um, back to playing on your strengths. I have certain strengths in certain areas, and my business partner had the opposite strengths. And so we made a really great team. I continued running the business while selling it to potential investors, which was rather difficult. Our mantra was we weren't going to sell to assholes. And so it made it pretty easy when we decided who to, to narrow it down to and, and end up with a, with a great fit. Oh. Can you share your vision behind wanting both organization and interior design in your business? Yeah. I knew that I wanted the combination of both in this new business And part of that is because on the design side, those projects tend to be longer. They tend to be, you know, three to six months, depending on the scope of of the project and what needs to be done for the client. Whereas the organizing is much quicker. You know, you're focused with a client for a day or maybe four days and then you're done, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so having that balance of both in the business was important to me. And I also saw where they both really can dovetail. I have a number of clients that are both design clients as well as organizing clients, or perhaps they started out as organizing clients and now they're calling me back to redo a guest room or convert a kid's room to a home office. So it was purposeful. And that I wanted to have the balance in my life to do both sorts of projects, but it was also specific in that I knew there were not many people providing both of those services. 
this is a nice service for people because you might be able to identify a need where maybe they didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah. I can sketch out and have a carpenter redo it, or I can work in partnership with a closet company to come in and redesign the space so that then functionally, as well as aesthetically, it makes more sense for the client. So you do your own sketches. Is that for a whole house design or for smaller areas or how does that work? I work and do sketches, but primarily for smaller things like closets or, you know, whatever the case may be. Furniture layout is a whole different situation. You've got apps that you can use for that, or, you know, I prefer actually to sketch it out. Do you feel like you need to show that to people on a piece of paper or something for them to be able to visualize it or? Depends on the person. Some people are very visual and they want to see. Others are fine with how I go about the the process. And there is a very distinctive process on the design side to getting a client's aesthetic and and wants and desires. Uh, What does that process entail? It's a little more formal and, you know, that organized side of my brain comes over Mm. into the creative world. But I usually start out with a design questionnaire. It's cute because oftentimes the client is a wife, sometimes a partner, sometimes a husband, but sometimes it's both. And so I'll give the questionnaire to both and say, it's up to you. You can fill it out together or you can do it separate. Mm-hmm. And so it's always interesting to see what happens and then what comes back with that. But that's the first step of the process. And what kind of questions are on there? There's a number of questions about the the space that we're going to be working in. And, you know, is it going to be used for multiple things or is it just a home office, for example? Colors that they like, patterns that they like, textures, and then a whole list of actual styles with descriptions of those styles so that they can highlight the top three that really describes them. Are you a minimalist? Do you like Scandinavian design? Are you boho? Are you modern? And that helps them articulate what they like as well as what they don't like. And that's really the purpose behind the questionnaire is to truly understand really what you don't like so yeah. that we don't <laughs> try to put that into your That's house. almost just as important, right? Yeah. Okay, so after you have them fill out the questionnaire, then what's so, the next step? Yeah, so after the questionnaire, then the way that I work with them is I set up a private Pinterest board. And so say, for oh. example, we are going to be doing a teenager's room, a living area, a lounge, and an entry. And so I'll create boards for each of those spaces. And then within those boards, we'll create sections. So if we're looking for the teenager's room, a desk, a rug, wall decor, an egg chair, whatever it may be. And then I'll start by pinning options and ideas. And I also will create a budget for them on a shared Google sheet. And that way... Izzy likes that. Do you like that? (laughs) That way we keep, you know, a budget and they understand where they are based on what they wanted to spend. That's nice. Because it's really easy to get carried away. Yeah, absolutely. And, And also people don't 
know sometimes how expensive things can be. They can say, look, I want a leather sectional and I want to sit in it before I buy it. That's going to, first of all, narrow your choices down because it has to be a showroom that's in Austin or close by. But then secondly, a leather sectional is not inexpensive. And so understanding what they want and then also tying their budget into it up front so that they know this is what we probably can get for this is a good exercise so that expectations are set from the very beginning. That's smart. I think one of the selling points about working with someone like me is I have trade discounts that I pass on to my clients at 100%. Oh. And so often someone can pay for my fee just in the savings that they get from from my trade discounts. Do you mean like a wholesale resale license? It's it's not a retail license because I don't resell anything. It's just a trade discount that, you know, most vendors, most suppliers provide. Oh. I need one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) How'd you get that? You apply for every every vendor that I want to do business with. And so it's it's usually as it's usually as simple as providing my business license, my website, showing them my work so that they know, right, I'm a legitimate business that's doing doing a lot of work and she's gonna be Referring customers, referring customers to us. Yeah. Okay, I get it. So, but just this week, I saved someone close to $1,400 on a couple of purchases, and that was a good percentage of my fee. Yeah. You know, it was pictured in my mind when I would hear, oh, you know, I, I organize your home. Oh, okay, you're going to put things in little boxes and arrange the spice cabinet and all that stuff, but it's, it could be pretty elaborate. Well, you know, it can be as elaborate as you want it, certainly. But I remember when I told my husband that I was going to to leave HRQ and start Home by Red Door, he said, well, I get the interior decorating, you know, styling part of the business. He says, but who's going to pay you to come in and organize their house? Oh, my God, so many people. And so you fast forward to now and he's like, man, you should have done this a long time ago. But what he doesn't realize or what he now realizes is that we've been together for over 30 years. And so he doesn't know any different. He's always lived in an environment with someone who is organized and therefore his environment has been organized. Yeah. And assumes everybody else is is organized. Right. Or that they've got another half of them that is that takes care of that. So it was eye-opening and organizing has kind of been very popular, right? Because of the home edit and other shows. It's really kind of taken off in the last 10 years, I would say. There is a National Association of Professional Organizers that I'm a part of, believe it or not. Wow. I had no idea. There is. <laughs> there is. And when I started the business, I took some courses from from there to, uh, again, just get some foundation and understand the the business part of organizing. Do you organize garages? And- mm-hmm, I do. So garages are usually, they're not my favorite, but they're my favorite transformation because that's where you've got usually the most opportunity to really make a difference. 
obviously you're here in the hill country, but are you just targeting hill country or anybody? And are you doing anything over Zoom? (laughs) (laughs) So, so yes and yes and yes. My clients tend to be central Texas. I've got clients in Marble Falls and Spicewood and San Antonio, Driftwood, North Austin, right all over central Texas. But I also have a virtual service where I've worked with clients in College Station and in Houston, talking to someone right now about some work in California. So there are options. I think that's neat. And I think everyone needs to know that you have that virtual option. It is. And it's also a great option for people that are more DIYers and who just need more of a coach. So on the organizing side, right, that's the case is, hey, give me a plan. Tell me what to buy. Let me show you my progress. Let me show you how I'm maintaining. So it really is more of a coach relationship on the organizing side. On the design, the decor side, it's it's more, hey, you're there, feet on the ground. I'm going to tell you what I would go look for, or if you want me to shop for you, I will do that. But really, again, putting the plan together and, and then executing that plan. It's so important because if you look at life, it could be really messy at times, right? I mean, it's just challenging, but it's nice to come back home and know that everything is organized and not being chaos. There's no chaos. Yeah, exactly kind of like a calm that you get, oh, okay, I got home and there's no war zone over there. But I feel like we're organized people and if things are too messy I, and I can't sit down and concentrate. If yeah, I mean, either. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of stuff on the counter. It, yeah. ma- it makes me crazy. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure it makes you crazy too, right? Is that it, <laughs> it does, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> like mine. <laughs> yeah. It's all about having a home that you feel comfortable in that that brings you joy but also is a sane place to be and and that you can relax and you're not always searching for something or you're not overbuying it's a, a real money saver actually being organized yeah absolutely is there a group of people that you specifically enjoy working with i do really enjoy working with seniors who are trying to age in place. The ability to to work with them to make their house functional, things as simple as, okay, you can't have something in the very back of that cabinet where you have to get on your hands and knees to get it out because you physically can't do that anymore. Or, Interesting. you know, even how furniture is arranged to make sure that it's set up so that you're not likely to trip and fall. I, I really enjoy that work. Because oftentimes I'm hired by the adult children who probably have had the same conversations, but because it's coming from them and not a neutral third party. Parents don't listen. Parents don't listen. Won't listen. No. Or the adult children are too emphatic about it, right? Or too engaged or you must do this, you know, that sort of situation. That's a, a really nice part of my business to, to, again, feel good about I'm helping someone stay in their house longer, I'm helping someone be safer in their house, or when the time's right, helping them either downsize or move into assisted living where it's a whole different conversation of, of what you can bring and 
what has to go. I love that. And especially adult children need help with their parents and to be able to provide a safe place for them to live so they can stay in their home longer is wonderful. Yeah. Well, and especially if you're not physically near your yeah. your parents, to be able to, again, hire someone you trust to work with them is, is just peace of mind. Yeah, absolutely. The foundation of Home by Red Door is, is really, you know, working with people that are going through transitions. And whether it's aging parents or whether it's people moving in or out or remodeling or empty nesters or, you know, dealing with divorce or death. That is the niche that I really find myself drawn to and, you know, enjoy working with. Can you just touch on your educational background and how it's prepared you for your work with Home by Red Door? My undergraduate degree is in psychology and I have an MBA, but I spent almost 30 years in the people business. So working with people, understanding good times, bad, difficult conversations, you know, it's just a part of what I did. And so all of that can bring into this new business and just have a very pragmatic but also empathetic ear when it comes to, you know, whatever someone's going through. Absolutely. And that's probably why you're so successful. What's your favorite part of your business? Is it the interior design, organizing, workshops, or all of it? I think it's all of it back to that childhood feeling of just, you know, seeing someone's happiness and expression and or sense of awe, like, oh my gosh, I never thought it could look like this. That just brings me great satisfaction and just fills my cup. I get that out of, of all sides of the business and, and no matter who I work with, because everyone's going to be a little bit different, but they're all going to have a level of appreciation that, that makes you feel good. Yeah. I think what you're doing is great and it's a great service for a lot of people because I think they either A, don't have the time or they just don't know how. And so for you to come in and clear that part of their life for them is probably great for them and great for you. It is. It is. And, you know, often it's just a matter of you've lived in a space for so long and, and you don't see what you don't see. So having fresh eyes be able to come in and think differently about how that pantry should be organized or what your living area could look like with some different decor. It's just, you know, not something that the average person is, is going to do because you're involved in your life. Yeah. How do people get a hold of you? Website is homebyreddoor.com. You can reach me via my Facebook page or Instagram at homebyreddoor. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate you coming in today and telling your story. I appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. That was so much fun. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe to this series wherever you download podcasts. Subscribe and review. You can also visit our website at hillcountrypodcastatx.com 